Welcome to the Make Room for Your Power podcast, where Coach Tandy Pryor will explore her guest's journey of digging deep and sharing how owning their power has impacted and shown up in their lives and businesses. Get inspired to create the abundant life and business of your dreams. This is Tandy with Tandy Pryor Coaching, and today on our Own Your Power, Make More Money, Have More Opportunity podcast, we're interviewing Meredith Hogan. Meredith is a shaman, yogini, singer, dancer, and healer. She was born with an understanding that at the core of human existence, we are all light and sound bound by matter. Filled with dance and song with her first moments, she intimately felt the power of embodied spirituality and spontaneous creativity. Meredith, you have some amazing credentials here, and you've traveled all over the world studying for your business, and the name of it is The Beauty Way, correct? Yes, yes, that's right. Yes. Tell me... um, if there's more you'd like to expand on from um, what I just introduced, tell me about you and your business and how you came to be the beauty way. Oh, sure. Well, well, first of all, thank you so much for, um, for having me and for opening up the, the conversation. It's so awesome to be able to speak, um, speak honestly and speak heart to heart. And um, I, I think probably the first thing to say about the beauty way is that it came, it came to be through my um, studying to be a shaman over the last five years with the four wind society. And um, a lot of people are, have a lot of curiosity about that because just the word can be a little bit foreign in our culture now, but it's actually completely indigenous, which means, you know, belonging to all cultures. So, um, yes, it's been around a really long time. I mean, since the beginning of time, right? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And just a, so, you know, one definition of a shaman or, or maybe I'll just say the, the sort of vow that we take when we step into this form of healing work is that whenever we call spirit whenever we call in the divine council we call spirit that spirit comes and that we walk with knowledge that that is always true but it's it's reciprocal whenever spirit calls us we come and so it's not in uh an engagement of convenience you know <laughs> it's like yes we're in this, we're one, and we're, we're committed to, to being of service and to showing up in whatever way we are called to and being available to that call. And so and that, even when yeah. it's not convenient, right? Oh my God. Yes. 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 Oh, wow. I love that explanation. I've heard lots through the years and yeah. I've enjoyed watching all of the things that you're up to. Oh, thank you. Yes. And how do, how do you take this work that you've been studying to do out into the world as a shaman and an entrepreneur? What does that look like? Thank you for asking. It's a great question. Um, I do that by incorporating it into my everyday sort of dance. I mean, each day in the world, I teach public yoga classes, mostly at um, Modo Yoga here in Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky. And I, I actually recently started a company with 
my dear friend, Ellen Bradley, who's the owner of Modo. We opened a, a created a journeying company together um, called the Connection Project. So we we just did our first journey experience together um, in Costa Rica this past June, and that was a really beautiful merging of and just is. We just have a sacred sisterhood, and she's like a total firecracker. We have a lot of uh, great great complimentary um, gifts, but we we wove in the shamanic practices, um, you know, which she's not fully aware of, but is totally appreciative of. And so, you know, we weave those into our journey experiences as well in the everyday, as I said, you know, teaching classes, there's always the element of song. Um, this is a hot yoga studio. So in my opinion, it's like the modern day sweat lodge. And so we go into it with ceremony and so it's really just a matter of holding space. Um, and then I'm, I also work as a, as a private therapist and shaman. So I do energy work with private clients, with groups of people um, when they need, particularly the art of ceremony brought back into their lives. And, and one more example of that would be, you know, this is just one piece of it. There are many pieces, but going to clear a space, right? Someone has something hard happen in their home space or their workspace and the energy is heavy and it needs to be cleared and they need to actively bring in their prayers and their breath to hold the physical container of their space and bring forward abundance, happiness, joy, etc. I just said a lot of different things at once, but th- this is kind of like my life is is very much uh, it's very much weaving in, stepping in at this point, stepping in at that level. So it's holding space and that can look so many different ways and does mm-hmm. within, within a week span, any given Sunday, you know? Right. And I, this is bringing the ancient cultures, the ancient wisdom, the, the things that I feel personally, and you can see in our cultures, we've, we've lost and left yes. behind. Yes. And they're very important. I believe that too. So I'm, I'm en- enamored with all that you're talking about and what you're up to. Do you do, um, people don't have to be with you physically or do they? Do you do phone no. things or you? And I do. Feeling? I do. Okay. Yeah. They don't have to be there physically. I, mm-hmm. I am a very physical person. I like to bow down and kiss the ground and touch your body. You know, I like the, I love the physical world. Mm-hmm. So I, I, there's a deep power there in the physical, but it doesn't also the energetics speak for themselves. So yes, in this world of technology, you know, right now we're talking, we're not in the same place and I can feel your heart fully, you know? Mm. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. My heart is excited to talk to you. (laughs) As is mine. Yes. Yes. So when you, you know, I talk about owning your power a lot and I kind of mentioned that to you because that can split a room, right? Immediately there's a group that thinks that power is about overpowering and controlling and they make it a masculine thing. And it's, Mm -hmm. and I want to in my opinion, re-educate because I have seen it over and over and over again. I tell the story about seeing the panel of women 
say, oh, I don't want power. I don't like power is oppressive. Really, to me, power is about owning that deepest part of yourself that you've you've lost through conditioning through our culture through parents or grandparents or siblings or anybody that taught you who do you think you are to think like that or be that and and it's it's more remembering and and owning what you already came in with because you know i i believe like you we're all here with a purpose would that be fair to say you are online with that absolutely absolutely and part of our purpose is to remember the unique kind of song of our soul or the the vibration of our our power and and you i mean look it's like the whole idea that that we are less than or better than greater than is all the same the same kind of shady way of not sitting in the center of our power sitting in the center of our truth and you know life is power breath is power truth is power radiance is power saying no when you mean no and yes when you mean yes is power and all of these things save us all so much energy and time from the kind of masquerading of being um you know nice people in quotes Oh, I just wrote about that this week. It's in a blog. It is. It's like we have a messed up view of nice. We do. Right? We do. Absolutely. And what is even nice? You know, it, I actually heard this spoken about on a, a, a podcast that I adore called Medicine Stories. Um, and it was the woman who was speaking. I'll have to look back and remember which which of the wonderful presenters was speaking. But she also wrote a great article about um, nice girls versus kind women, and that to be kind is to say with absolute clarity what it is that you in fact mean. And it seems so simple, but it's so wild. The kind of, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I don't want to be perceived of as unkind. I want everybody to like me. (laughs) Oh my gosh. There are so many people in pain locked up around the being nice and and being liked. They don't make a stand or make a stand for themselves or in the world. So I love what you just said. Can you sum up in your, your, I don't know, like a bring that, what power means to you? Like we talked about how it, um, how it kind of plays out. Right. But like, what is power to you? Mm, Yeah. So power to me is being in alignment in internal alignment with the, the great vast energy of life. Like when I am in power, my own personal power, it's because I am in alignment or in, in our, in the tradition of which I am a a keeper of medicine, we say being an Aini. So Aini means being in right relationship. And, And for me, I feel it directly. So I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. Um, to be in a place of, of empowerment is to know what one needs to nourish yourself and to be in a place of truth. So you're not a, a, a great example of giving away power or being drained of power or even call it the force, you know, 
like the force of life, like in a Star Wars kind of sense as well. It's like being able to harness the great primordial power of life and let it come through you in a way that is in right relationship with the gifts you've been given and the truth of your own longing. So, so the example would be, and this is an example, this is a great example of shadow, which we kind of talked about before we started. Mm -hmm. Um, But even, even me as a trained shaman, you know, come out of Aini or out of harmony with self. And um, this summer here, uh, it's been, we've had like a revolving door of beautiful, wonderful house guests staying with us. And when I came into um, this home that we got a couple years ago, I said this prayer over the house. Like, I want this to be a place where people can come and be restored and rest and be okay, you know, feel nourished. And so I called that in and it, it, and, and it came. And I realized in the process that I forgot, I'd forgotten this very fundamental need that I have as an artist for solitude. If I don't get it, I start to get real twitchy. Mm. And, and it's that internal, and it's also a con- deep connection to nature. So the two things are wrapped around each other for me. I, I run into the woods daily, no matter what the weather, you know, to, to be quiet and to be with the earth. And when I, if I don't do that for whatever reason, oh, there goes my power. It's like somebody drained me dry. And then I come into this internal embattlement with feeling guilty about wanting everyone to leave and not telling them, you know, mm. all of that. Yes. So, so once you realize what's going on, because sometimes in life we're, we're kind of getting the tizzy of things. We don't really have self actualized awareness that drops into our body like boom there it is it's just the truth um once you realize what the truth is then the power comes back um but you could kind of go i I was going into this place where i was serving 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 and not really serving myself and going what's wrong with me why am i why am i like being such an internal jerk you know (laughs) and so it's about it's about knowing knowing self and recognizing that to be able to nourish yourself in the way you need to be nourished is in fact an act of compassion for everyone and generosity and connectedness for everyone you know that is that's speaking your truth is what you're saying also oh, right it's owning your power speaking your truth yes and yeah i talk about that a lot one of the things that's really standing out for me and i got a visual when you said that yeah. was not the thinking that you're less than or more than mm-hmm. people get in that i see my clients do that and i've done that sure. these the pendulum swing between one to the other. And what you're saying is rest right in between them. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Because this is so great. I I heard RuPaul say this and I was like, oh my God, RuPaul, perfect. (laughs) RuPaul said, look, there's only one of us here. There's only one of us here, right? So what you admire in another is just an invitation and an invocation internally to just tune your dial towards that higher vibrational being. And what you are 
may be repelled by in another is also an invitation to look into yourself and see where's that part that's been disowned? Where's this shadow portion? Why does this person get my goat so much? Just getting super curious about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, rather than being like, oh, I just don't like being around them. And, and that's fine too, you know? That's fine yeah. too. No, knowing like, oh, you know, that person doesn't necessarily make me feel so great. Um, but wonder what that's about. Hmm. Yeah. Looking to see if they're, yeah, what it is that they trigger within you that, right. yeah, you're making it about them too. Yes. Yes, mm. exactly. When we talk about power and before, when we were just chatting before we started this, yeah. we talked about the shadow side. And I was saying that in our culture now you don't really, well, one is, would you please give your take on the shadow side and around power and the things that we're talking about? And I don't explain how that is beneficial in, in looking at the whole thing instead of just like one piece of it. Yeah. yeah Am I making sure. sense with that question? Yeah, I think I think so. I think so. Um, <laughs> I, so let's I, say specifically around power. What's the shadow side of power? And um, maybe we are looking at it in certain aspects as a culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would say right now, um, the way what's happening in our country is certainly a great example. The people in leadership certainly um, showing us a lot about the, the part of power that is um, when, when our egos get too big, we start to misuse power. And so that's one side of it. Like that's one side of the shadow, right? Like I am, I'm this person so I can do whatever I want, basically. That's mm-hmm. one, that's one side of shadowy power. Okay. Like, uh, the other side of shadowy, right? Like misusing it, misusing power, not treating people and earth and one another with respect is a great misuse of power. And as, and culturally we've come so far away from our, our earth mother in many ways, and we're coming back to her and that's awesome. But any way in which we're not in, in, you know, stewardship and reciprocity with the planet and therefore each other is also a misuse of power. And then I would say on the other side, denying power. So like if somebody says to you, God, Tandy, you helped me so much. You are such an awesome healer and coach and inspiring woman. And I am so happy and blessed to have met you. And you go, no, no. Oh, no. Mm-mm, thanks. Oh, but no, it's you, you. And you don't receive the gift that is a blessing a person is giving you because you've given them a blessing. That's also a misuse of power. So in like an everyday way, the inability to take or receive a, a compliment or a truth um, and the bombastic sort of puffed up. We've all been around these folks, you know, who are tiring to be around because they, they have such insecurity that they're, they're parading around, you know, um, kind of sucking the energy out of people to fill that hole. Mm. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I sort of took that all over the place, but I think all of those things, you know, knowing when something is for you and being able to receive that, whether it's negative or positive, Mm -hmm. being able to say, God, I really messed up. I I apologize for that. And I'm going to now step in and make a, make a shift. That's a great use of power. Yeah. And that's, that was going to be my next question is what are, let's say two things or just a couple of things that could help anybody that's listening, begin to connect with that real inner power and the things that we're talking about, you know, taking steps forward to speaking their truth and moving out of, I'm putting in parentheses, nice. Yeah. What are a couple of things that would be really helpful that someone could leave with today and implement? Yeah. Great question. I would say first and foremost is, is recognizing the really incredible power that all of us have just as being alive. So coming into a, a place of experiential aliveness in the body, like just taking a breath and feeling I am alive in my body right at this moment. I'm aware of that aliveness. And so there is space between any kind of reaction, stress, et cetera, pain. There's enough space there that I can start to recognize just the power of breath, right? Like just the power of being alive. There's a vibratory power inside each one of us that is the force the force of aliveness and it is incredible and to recognize as well that we're a part of a whole that that we have a unique um signature unique voice and a unique gifts to give this world even if we don't know what they are to recognize that we have them you know yes yeah, because there is no mistake there, right? Like, like for whatever, whatever ways that we've been enculturated or programmed out of our uniqueness, like this is the time, this is the moment to start to reclaim it. And I think all of the, the anxiousness and the depression that are the diseases of this time of modern culture take us very, very pointedly, they point an arrow towards that reclamation of just, I am enough right here. The fact that I'm alive is a gift, whatever pain I may be experiencing, the other side of it, on the other side of the wound, it's, you know, Carl Jung, it's like, on the other side of this wound is the blessing. And if I can trust in that, then I can start to get there a little bit quicker to that blessing out of the, out of the pained place. So, so that's a perceptual gift of recognizing that, you know, we live in this binary world where if we're experiencing something, something to be sure there is another side of that. And then there's also more and more and more ways of observing something and the re- the true power i believe that beings have and this is another piece of the shamanic understanding is that 
the power to perceive and to shift perception, and this is totally yogic too, if I can see it, then I can be it. But the seeing, the perceptual change, the way we observe something then creates our reality. And no matter what, if you have no money, if you are in a jail cell, if you are rich in, in total solitude, it, no matter what your circumstances, we all have that ability to shift our perception. And I would say the first part of that is just to breathe and recognize that we hold that power. And just to ask ourselves, is there another way to see this? What if I'm not getting all the information? What if, what if on the other side of this is a gift? What if everything is exactly as it should be right now? And I'm only experiencing this one piece of it. You know, can I pivot, turn, look at this differently, turn it upside down? So I, I know I'm speaking a little bit like I'm, I'm moving all around right now physically in my body to kind of bring in this energy example. Um, but I, I teach a lot about perceptual states of awareness. And I just think, you know, whether it's through meditation or it's just through truly looking at something and then turning around and seeing what else there is to see. And turning again and seeing what else there is to see. I mean, physically, you know? Yes, yes. Because, and yeah. I really like that. I appreciate what you're saying and I understand it. Oh, cool. Yes, I, I think it's very, it's very good. I love to work in that world of what you don't know that you don't know, which is yes. what you're saying. It's exactly you're... what I'm saying. Yes. It's exactly, wow. yeah. I cannot thank you enough. That was, um, and that was a beautiful way to, to wrap this up. And thank you so much for sharing um, you and everything um, about you and how you think and how you view the world. And we got to talk a piece about it. I, I think I could have you back where we could just talk about breath, right? And how, and how important that is. You know, yes. we could talk about that probably for another whole half hour, couldn't we? We so could. Yes. Absolutely. And I, I appreciate it so much too. I, I really appreciate the, the space to speak about these things and to connect with you and appreciate everything that you're doing to bring new perspectives to our world. Yes. And uh, in, in, all, in all aspects of it, if someone wanted to get in touch with you can yeah. you tell them how to how to find you i sure can yes i would love that um i have a website and it is the beautyway.net so it's a great way to um check on different gatherings there are lots of local retreats um that happen and one that i'd love to speak about just quickly if it's okay I was, yes i was gonna ask you don't you you have something coming up don't you yeah yeah it's really exciting it's it's a um amazing women's gathering in near serpent mound uh and it's called into the deep and it is really really exciting it's a very close to nature um 
incredible gathering of, of all different healers and teachers and elders and youth. And it's going to be really, really incredible. And we'll be doing a lot of work with power and holding fire ceremony and, you know, doing all kinds of beautiful work. And it's just a weekend long, um, but there's more information and a full agenda there on my website. The beauty what, what are the dates of that? Yes, I'm sorry. The dates are uh, September 21st through the 23rd. So okay. it's that weekend, that first weekend of autumn. Okay, what a, that's a great time. And who doesn't love Serpent Mound? I love it out there. It's very sacred, yes. And then down the line just a little bit is a, is a retreat coming up um, in Bali. And that is in January. And I've got one in Jamaica as well in February. So those are both on the beauty way and the connection project.com. If anybody has any questions about that. That is great. And thank you. And I'm going to go check those out too. Bali and Jamaica both sound awesome. Yes. 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 Well, thank you again for coming and for taking the time out for sharing and thank you for listening today. And um, if you'd like to check out my website, it's tandypriorcoaching.com. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Make Room for Your Power today. Ready to change your life? Email Tandy at TandyPriorCoaching.com or visit TandyPriorCoaching.com to schedule a consultation. Tandy is known for going there. She will bring depth, accountability, soulful intuition, sales, business and relationship skills, and nonstop encouragement to the table.